1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due $35 per line connection charge apply. CT Mobile.com.
2: Tatum, the pull up. It's just not there. They didn't want the foul on that play. Mmm, that's going to be tough now. 105, 91, 346 in the clock. They just threw Tatum out of the game. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't let go. This hmm. is what got Tatum all upset. Comes off the screen, elevates. Does Julius Randle land in his airspace? He can't hit him in the arm. Man, hmm. yeah, I can't be thrown out for that. Well, he said something that it seems like some of the guys out there have lost. Well, no, not, not any players, the Officials seem to have lost touch with the yeah. actual game going on here.
3: Oh, my God, the officials. Like, I just, it's the worst. It's the worst topic. I said this after the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't I don't want to talk about and cry about the refs. It's literally the worst thing that happens. And I feel like it happens a lot more here in Boston than elsewhere, but it does happen everywhere. The Super Bowl is a good test case for this. Your team loses, and it's all about the refs. And, yeah, the Celtics are particularly bad at it. But, Mego, you know this. The Monday after a Patriots game... Arkan, you know this. After the Bruins lost the cup, it was like nonstop crying about the officials. So it's Bruins fans, too. You're not above it. Patriots fans, Red Sox fans, crying for robot umps. Celtics fans are particularly bad at it, as was the broadcast team. Crying on behalf of Jason Tatum last night. We'll ask Scal about it later in the week. We'll play you some Eddie House coming up. Jason Tatum did plenty of crying his own tears. But he got kicked out last night for the first time in his career, which I still can't believe. Because what? Because the refs missed a couple of calls? I'd encourage him and have encouraged him to play through it. They're going to miss calls. It's going to happen. It's not personal. 617 779 7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. Hour number three of the program. I just, I still can't believe how much he overreacts and lets it affect him like i still can't i know it's been going on for years i still can't get past it with him it bothers the crap out of me when i see it and he deserved to get kicked out last night he should have got kicked he deserved all those technicals i think like did you get fouled yeah you got fouled by julius randall but going off for a whole possession regardless of what you said going off on the rest for a whole possession you're gonna get tossed and he deserved the first technical too he hung on the rim forever said something about it you deserve both those techs. Maybe they missed a the call, but you deserve the technicals. It bothers the crap out of me.
4: Well, he said he was hanging on the rim out of self-defense. Mm. Somebody was right up on his back. That's why he pulled, he hims- to hang why he on pulled himself
3: back up. Yeah, he like crowd surfed in, he said. We're going to play you the audio coming up. He like crowd surfed in.
4: But it's as simple as this to me. Jalen Brown was out for personal reasons. This is Jason Tatum's team. He's the leader. Don't get tossed out when, when the number two guy is out too. Like don't get tossed. That sucks for your team. If you're the leader, be above it. Be above the circumstances that you're stuck in. They're crappy circumstances. Like, even if you feel like there were a multitude of bad calls last night or missed calls or whatever, okay. Like, that's going to happen. It's going to happen in the postseason at times, too. You know, I, now I don't think he'll get tossed out then, but I think it's just about holding yourself to a certain standard. All the time. Yeah. And during just let, the season.
3: Are you going to let that affect you in a playoff game? The answer is yes. I saw it last year against Golden State. The whole team does, and they all follow Tatum's lead, which I think is the real problem with this. But, Arkhand, I know we discussed it earlier. How you feeling about Tatum and his bitching and crying and getting kicked out last night?
5: Yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the worst thing ever, but there was a little bit of a, you know, my shot's not falling. The refs are on my case. They already gave me a technical. You know what? I'm just gonna take an early night here. And I didn't, lie. I didn't like that. Uh, I don't think it's the worst thing ever for a guy to get a technical or even two technicals in a game. It's the first time it's ever happened to him. Um, I do sort of understand. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where LeBron James literally did a whole Hamlet soliloquy on the court after he didn't get yeah. fouled. And what did we say in the, the game? It? But there was no technical there. He didn't okay. get a technical. But what out of the game did, but what did we say? We said he looked like a jackass, which he did. Which is what Tatum looks like.
3: But you that got- was way worse than what Tatum did. Of course it was. But Tatum's doing the same sort of thing. He's it running is. up. He's running up and down. What did we all say about LeBron? It's a great point. We all said, boy, he looks like a horse's ass, and he should have been teed up. He should have, but he wasn't. And LeBron was a horse's ass. So was Tatum last night. how about this? What's the difference?
4: It is overdue. Look, I think Tatum's great. This is his team. Absolutely. I think they're the best team in the league. He's been barking at refs like this for years for most of his career. And he's getting... Like, sooner or later, it's going to be the refs being like, God, I am sick of hearing this.
3: and And I'm surprised they haven't gotten there quicker with him. Arkan, it's also, he's getting more calls than he ever has before.
5: Yeah, he's taking more free throws. I don't know how much he's getting fouled, but I know in terms of like free throw attempts per game, he's seventh in the NBA, right? Like, not in the Eastern <laughs> Conference or whatever. No, <laughs> well,
3: he's not first. He should be first. Why isn't he first? He's seventh. C. it's a conspiracy theory. The league has it out for him.
5: <laughs> I mean, he's shooting more free throws than Nikola Jokic, than LeBron, than Jimmy Butler, than Kawhi Leonard, than all these other guys. Per game. We're not talking about in total. These are per game. So... He's getting plenty of calls. He's getting plenty of free throws. He was taking a bunch of threes last night. and He bricked them all. And, uh, you know, they they missed that one on Randall. I'll admit they did miss that. It was an obvious
3: yeah, foul. And it was they a missed, missed call. It, it happens Get over sometimes.
5: It. Relax, yeah.
3: So that's how I feel about it. They did miss the call. Okay, go play defense. Go. You're already losing by 10. What do you think? They make the call. You're going to magically win the game. You had already probably lost the game. But you might as well try to play through it. He doesn't do enough of that. And I think it is a bigger discussion about the Celtics and their lack of mental toughness and whether they can get to where they want to go, which is ultimately raising another banner. 617-779-7937. Are we overreacting to Jason Tatum? Does he have a point? 617-779-7937. Let's hear from Jason Tatum after the game. Here's what he had to say about the poor officiating.
2: I mean, the first that came from the, the reaction from the dunk, that one, that one was tough because, I mean, they literally, like, glided me to the rim. Um, two hands on my back, that would have been scary, right, if I didn't hold on to the, to the rim. I was upset about that. Upset about the, the three. You know, I feel like he smacked my arm. Um, uh-huh. You know, didn't go my way.
6: How do you – is it one of those nights that just you felt like, I, gotta, I just got to say something, I'm, I'm tired of this, like, you were trying to make a statement, or do you got to keep it in, your control?
2: in your uh, control? I mean, it's tough, right? The first one, no call. If you look, it was clearly a foul. And those ones, it's tough. Like you get a text for something that you probably was right about. The second one, uh, you know, I just told him this was probably the best officiated game I've been a part of. I tried to give him a compliment. Um, I, I do like that so sarcasm. Well. So
6: you didn't curse. You were, just sarc- you were uh, sarcastic.
2: I said so it was the best officiated game I've been a part of. I meant it.
3: He didn't say he didn't curse, by the way, and I didn't pick up on that was Washburn's follow-up there. I thought he just didn't understand the sarcasm. I'm like, come on, Gary, get with the program.
4: Well, I think probably Gary had heard of something being said, so Tatum, he's trying to confirm it. Like,
3: And Tatum didn't deny. You don't
4: get tossed for giving up, rolling your eyes and saying, wow, I'm sure Tatum, best job ever. I'm sure
3: Tatum cursed at him, and I'm sure the official was thin-skinned there and like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe was overjudicious, but he's had to hear Tatum all night. And he's had to hear Tatum for six years doing this, and he had to hear it for a full pos- It was a full possession. Tatum started crying the second they missed the call. Then it went all the way down the other end on defense, and they came all the way back. So, like, how long does he have to hear it? And that's after they already teed him up once. Or- that's a warning. The first tee a warning. And Tatum clearly didn't learn. So uh, maybe he was a little thin-skinned and overreacted the official. I'd do the same thing if I had to listen to that all night, every night with Jason Tatum.
4: Yeah, I think they were both thin-skinned. That's the thing. And for Tatum, like, it doesn't affect the ref at all. If he's thin-skinned and he tosses you out. Like, it doesn't affect him. It affects you if you get tossed out. It affects the rest of your team if you get tossed out. And don't give me the, like, oh, all the best players, they get tossed at some point. All the best players, whatever. The number two player wasn't on the court. And your team was losing the almost the entire game. And you're in a slump coming out of the all-star break. Like, come on.
2: That's life. No, they'll be all right.
3: Can I... Yeah, well, actually, yeah, right. And we said dog-year this for when it happened. Great job, great job. That's exactly why I played it. Great job, Ryan. I forgot about this. About a month ago. I now remember the take. I'm like, Jalen Brown said they missed the call. You'll be. Can I hear it again? This is to LeBron James.
2: That's life. No, they'll be all right.
3: That's, that's, you know what? Damn it, that's where we should have started the show today. That's life, Jason. You'll be all right. Oh,
2: man, that was just the, the craziness of the game, you know. Looked like they might have missed the call, you know. On their end, towards the end of the game. No, but that's
3: life. No, they'll be all right. That's life. They'll be the all other right. Thing. Jason Tatum doesn't subscribe to that, apparently, Jalen.
4: Very possible that in the Eastern Conference Finals, you're going to be playing the team, if you're there, that is the toughest team to officiate and the team that gets Giannis a lot Milwaukee. of calls yep. and the team that makes the refs act totally insane at times because they just don't know how to call on Giannis. So what are you how are you gonna react then?
3: I mean they got by it last year, but Milwaukee wasn't at full strength and we'll see. Hopefully oh, they'll be right. hopefully they'll be all right. Let me just hear Eddie House too. This was so good. I wanna I wanna hear this one more time and then we can get to your phone calls at 617-779-7937.
7: It's a grand conspiracy, right, Eddie? I'll tell you this, it won't be his last because he doesn't get the respect from the referees as a player that he is. You know, superstar status. Uh this right here is a clear cut foul. I don't care if the ball's gone. You can't hit his arm. He has every right to be upset at that. That does bother you as a shooter. That is something that upsets you. And then he should have the right to talk to referees. Like, he's not being demonstrative. He's not showing the referee up. He's talking to him. And maybe the words that he's saying, I'm quite sure the referees hear worse words than that from fans. So, they have to understand that who they're dealing with, this ain't Jason Tatum who just came into the league. This is Jason Tatum who's an MVP candidate who has sure. been part of the NBA Finals, five okay. conference cha- uh, uh, five conference championship uh, series. I guess. And then on top of uh, conference finals, excuse me. And then on top of that, won the MVP of the All-Star game. <laughs> he has to get some oh! respect. And I understand where it's coming from because he sees everybody else getting that respect and he's not getting it. Yeah, he should be upset.
3: I was the MVP of the All-Star Game! <laughs> Give me my calls! So that was embarrassing last night. E- even even by the post-game coverage stand, uh, standard, that was by embarrassing. By the
8: way, I guarantee every single former MVP of the All-Star Game, if you
3: MF a ref and you don't stop, you will get two technicals, <laughs> and you
8: will get ejected! No, Eddie, should. what
3: are you talking about? So the bigger question with the Celtics is... Will this affect them going forward, the lack of mental toughness, getting caught up on officials, not being able to fight through it on a night where they didn't have Jalen Brown, which is Mego's point, which is a great one. Like, that's where Tatum should be stepping up. And instead, they did the opposite. Will it ultimately be their undoing? Will it ultimately catch up to them? 617-779-7937. We'll get to your Celtics phone calls coming up. In the meantime, let's knock out some of these. Marks hey, and yeah. Canton waiting patiently on the Bruins. Go ahead, Mark. Hey,
6: how you doing? Hi. I- Hello. I didn't realize you were over here, Josie. I... I was out of town for a while. I turned the radio on at 2.30. I heard you. I thought I was listening to reruns. Well, anyways, well, uh, welcome, Mark. Welcome aboard. Your, good luck with your uh, new game. Thank hey, uh, a couple you. things. Very timely. First off, the Kane trade immediately vaults the Rangers up to serious tough contender. They have the goaltender. They have the defense. And now they have more offense. What, is,
3: what does that um, mean, Mark? Does that mean Rangers greater than Bruins or no?
6: I'm going to say it puts them right
3: there in the same category. Okay, so that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm not saying anybody's knocked the Bruins off the perch, but my stance all along has been field over Boston. In fact, going way back to the beginning of the year, I said I wasn't sure they'd play their way out of the division, and they won't have to do that with the Rangers. The Rangers aren't their concern unless they somehow fall to the second wild card until the Eastern Conference final. But Toronto's gotten better. Tampa may have overpaid. But Tampa's gotten better. I don't know who you're going to get potentially in that second wild card opening matchup. It looks like right now it'd be the Islanders. I think when I looked earlier, and they already got Bo Horvat. So that's how I feel about it. I just feel that everybody's getting closer and closer, and the path is getting harder and harder. And I'd like to see Sweeney make another move before Friday. I still think the Bruins are at the top of the heap, but it's getting closer. Uh, Mike's in the car. He wants to address you, Mego. Go ahead, Mike.
7: Hey, Mego. You said that the yeah, Red Sox are
5: worse on paper this year than they, are, than they were last year. Not even close. The Red Sox <laughs> how, this year are so? way better on paper.
8: How so? On paper? and baseball? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let them talk. How on so? On paper,
5: absolutely. Absolutely. Because last year, they didn't have a first baseman. They didn't have a right fielder. This year, we got Duvall, Yoshido, and um, Justin Turner. The three of them together are, are way better than Edgar Martinez and
3: Xander. Okay. <sighs> I wish I wish they had Edgar Martinez. Uh look, is Look, I'm all I'm all I'm all for people are uh, going after Mego here. I'm all I'm all <laughs> for it and her takes, but I just this one I happen to agree with you on. Not even uh, close. Mego they they are they are worse on paper.
4: I don't know. I haven't seen your Shido yet. So uh, we'll, we'll wait and see.
3: Meanwhile, the first baseman they have apparently all the veterans hate. <laughs> you know, it's probably who in retrospect Kike Hernandez was talking about when he was talking about the veterans and wouldn't answer my question mm. about or I'm sorry, the the people who were too comfortable in last place. And he wouldn't answer my question about whether or not they're still here. That's probably who Kike was talking about. He was probably talking about Tristan Casas taking naps in the outfield. I thought he was talking about Edgar Martinez. So, so noted malcontent. Uh, even the the upgrades, if you will. Uh, I don't know that those really check out on paper. We'll get to more of your Celtics phone calls, 617-779-7937. Edgar Martinez and Xander. At what point do you get concerned, not just about Edgar Martinez. <laughs>
4: I didn't even pick up the Edgar.
3: But also about Jason Tatum and his struggles because but they continue. you don't know what you're talking about. They Great continued poet. last night. We'll get to Tatum's struggles after trending with Christian Arkham.
8: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing
5: gets between you and the game.
8: How do you play in the Pacers game? It seemed, I feel like you might have to get the big shot, but things didn't go your way for a while. What, what's kind of, where are you at about these, these three games since the break
0: and what do you kind to do to kind of get back to how you usually
2: are? Uh, get back home. I ain't been home in two weeks, right? Missed my bed. Uh, see Deuce. Uh, you know, just get back home, get some home
3: cooked meal. Get ready for Wednesday. Tatum missing his bed to me is just oh wow like another thing to cry about and the officiating angers me much more and it's Jones and Mego with RKM we're here till six on a Tuesday with all your phone calls 779 nine seven ninety three seven the crying about the officials bothers me much more but this one was a close second it's like oh Jason you haven't been home in two weeks I ain't been home in two weeks you didn't have to go to the All Star game
2: Miss my bed
3: and. It's fine that you did. I'm not saying you shouldn't have gone. Like, I wasn't crying about you going and calling you out for going. I was calling out Jalen Brown. I think it's dumb Jalen Brown played in that game. You played the final game before the All-Star break. You've largely been healthy all year. Fine, playing it. But don't cry about how you haven't been home. See, Deuce. If you wanted to go home so bad and see Deuce and sleep in your own bed. home Cook meal. You didn't have to go to Salt Lake and come back drunk from the All-Star game in your own verbiage. <laughs> Like that's that's how he described it, drunk from the All-Star Game. Cause that weekend is just an orgy of epic proportions, is what that is. The NBA All-Star Game is like Still drunk from vacation. A party weekend. You didn't have to do that, Jason. So if you're not sleeping properly in your bed or wherever else, you didn't have to go to that game. And to turn around and like blame something, and touche to you. One move ahead of me because he probably knew I was going to call him out for the fake wrist injury that I thought he was going to cry about. i that's what
4: was on his mind. I think
3: it was on his mind. He's like, well, I don't want to feel the wrath of Jones for complaining about my my poor shooting and blame my wrist. So here's what I'm going to do. I haven't been home and I haven't slept properly. So touche for not bringing up the wrist, but this is still more excuse making from Jason Tatum. Oh, good, you miss being home? Oh, good, you want to be back in your bed? Oh, you want to put Deuce to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning or whatever time his bedtime is? You didn't have to go to the All-Star game. You didn't have to do that and, you know, burn the midnight oil every night. Good for you. I'm happy that you did, but don't turn around and complain about it and, like, blame that.
4: It's true. He even says drunk from vacation. The All-Star break was a vacation.
3: Still drunk from vacation.
4: It's like coming back from vacation and going to work. His his words, not ours. At the end of your first week of work, you're like... Oh, I'm so tired. Right. I need a vacation after right. my vacation. And right. everyone around you is like, shut up. We've been working.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I went to the Caribbean for a week, and I drank all week, and now I'm now I'm hung over at work on Monday. Oh, I wish I wasn't here. It's like, well, maybe you could have taken it a little easier. It's nice of you that you had a vacation. You're entitled to it. Drink all you want on vacation. What we don't want to hear is when you're back in the office, how tough your hangover is, okay? We don't want to hear about it. And furthermore, I don't want to blame it for your lack of productivity. And, and we don't
4: want you to get kicked out of the office either. Well, that's true, too. <laughs>
3: but isn't that what Tatum's doing, Arcand? Isn't he blaming his poor shooting? And he's he's had poor shooting mm-hmm. over the last three games. He has not played well out of the All-Star break when he got his 55 points. Ooh. He hasn't played well coming out of the All-Star break. Isn't that what he's doing? He's he's blaming it? Yeah. He's trying He's to downplay on that. it.
5: It's no big deal. It's just something that happens because, you know, the All-Star game, everybody's got to go party and I was out and now I'm back, but everything's cool. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And yeah, listen.
3: You know what? Damian Lillard, he really had a tough go of it after oh yeah. he went to the All-Star game right and scored 71 points in a game that counted.
5: Weird, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he scored 71 in that in and that Lill- game.
3: Lillard went to the All-Star game and Lillard hit a bunch of threes in the All-Star game like he was partaking in it just like Tatum was and like whooping it up and having a great time just like Tatum was. Didn't seem to bother him. Nope, it didn't. And
4: maybe we are finally seeing the burnout from Tatum playing so many minutes all season.
5: Maybe. Well, for seeing it at the All-Star break, that's alarming. I'm sorry. Like, if that's what it is, if he's tired now, it's one thing to be tired in the final. I mean, you know, you don't want to be, but, like, it's one thing when you get to the end of the season and you're tired. This is two-thirds of the way through and he's already burnt out. That's very troubling if that's he the case. Well, he sounds
4: tired.
3: He misses his bed. <laughs> he does. He, uh-huh. I, I, bet just, he's got a, look, I bet he's got a sweet bed I
4: miss my bed all day I just like, think most of my day I think about like when can I go back to bed
3: I know but you're not like uh I wish my takes would be a little better if I got more sleep I haven't heard you say that
4: I get a lot of sleep that's what Tatum's saying <laughs> I'm
3: lie. Tatum's last my three, takes are going be this bad no matter how much sleep I get. Tatum's last three right. games by the way since he put up 55 in the all-star game he had 31 on 9 of 25 shooting three out of 12 against Indiana 3 of 12 from three in an overtime win they barely hung on against Philadelphia. He did hit the game winner in that one, to his credit. Eighteen, Clutcher than Paul Pierce. 18 points, <laughs> 7 out of 17 from the floor, 3 out of 8 from 3. 14 last night, 6 out of 18, shooting 1 of 9 from 3. He's averaging 21 points per game over his last three, shooting 367 from the floor, 22 out of 60, 241 from 3, 7 out of 29. So I just think it's excuse-making, and I don't want to hear it. And I, I don't I don't care about his high minute totals, and I do feel like I'm consistent on this. I don't care about his high minute totals. I don't want to hear about it. You're 24, you should be playing a bunch of minutes. You you should be playing. LeBron's playing as many minutes as you, right? Like, let me check again. I know he's hurt, so maybe What's that's a. But
4: what is the point right now? Unless you're trying to desperately hang on
3: to the well, top seed, in a what blowout, is the
4: point of playing 40 plus minutes a night? You just answered it. 40 minutes a night.
3: I do want the top seed, but in a blowout, he should sit. I mean, if they're up 20 in the fourth quarter, he should sit. What I'm not, if they're down? If they're down 20, he should sit.
4: Okay, so then why not set him against the Knicks?
3: Well, were they down twenty? They weren't down. Tw- they were down like ten when he got ejected last. No, night. but they
4: were down m- over ten multiple times. In they that were.
3: Game. They were down a couple of times. So look, they I were mean,
4: consistently down fifteen or more.
3: I wasn't thinking Benjamin at that point in time. Me, so I wouldn't bench him there. No, like I, I would want to play for that number one seed because I do want home court advantage over Milwaukee. I do. Um, Especially
4: if you're going to have players, I mean,
3: and I wouldn't start managing his minutes. Like, tired at that point. The idea of managing his minutes, like you sit him in a blowout, duh. But the idea of managing his minutes, like who do they play tomorrow? Cleveland. Yes. Do that's you back s- at home, though. Do you say okay? uh, Hey, Jason, tonight you're only going to play 32 minutes. No, that's not how I handle hey, that. I think at
4: that's all. how a lot of NBA teams right. do.
3: I don't want Tatum's 24. I don't want to manage his minutes that way.
1: What we have to shift our focus towards is the guy who loves to play basketball.
3: Tatum is second in the NBA at 37.3 uh minutes per game. Where's LeBron? Has LeBron dropped a lot because of his injury? LeBron plays 36 minutes a night. LeBron's 35 or whatever he is.
4: Not anymore. He does No, and not anymore. And again he did play. Maybe that's a cautionary tale, a and
3: maybe that's him breaking He's down. He about 20 games so far. Okay. And he got hurt in the all star game. But I'm just saying like, I don't nice know. Nice
4: example, Jones. I
3: jumped too high. I just he plays like less than a minute more than James Harden. He plays less than a minute more than Kyrie Irving. He plays about a minute more than Luka Doncic. Like he should be able to play these minutes. I don't complain about his minutes. But if they are a problem he shouldn't play in the All-Star game. That's my only point. If you really needed the rest skip the fake game, not the real game against Milwaukee before the All-Star break.
4: Yeah, but then he wouldn't get the special treatment because he was MVP of the
0: All-Star game.
3: Well, he's not getting it anyway. He's not getting right? right. It's a good point. Well,
4: he will going forward. Maybe that's Joe what he was. House just reminded everyone.
3: Maybe that's what he was angling for. Who
4: this who he is.
3: Wait, what'd you call him? House. Did what's his I say Joe what's his House? first name? Joe House. Yes. Is that what Eddie was? Eddie
4: House. What was sorry, House's, what was House's name on the show? Shorted. What was House's
3: out. name on the uh, TV show? Was he Joe House? Dr. House. What, what was his name?
4: Dr. House? Where does Joe House know? come from? No, Joe I House? Know. I don't know. <laughs> the, sometimes this happened to me the other day. A random name will just jump in in front of it.
3: Oh, yeah. Joe House there. Boy, oh, yeah. up. What a Joe. whole scoop now.
4: F sport. Nice. <laughs> Gregory
3: Joe, House. Eddie. The the they're show. the Gregory same name. Gregory House. Yeah, are they the same? Yeah, that Joe House. What a hoser. Oh, Ed House. We uh,
5: called him Housey. 617-779. That show was something, man. That doctor took a lot of drugs.
3: Oh, I like that show. That yeah. was a good show. He was just
5: doing drugs all
3: day operating on people. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to your phone call. 617
4: <laughs> I'm trying to dig into my brain right now because I'm scared that these random names keep jumping out. That no, was just the one, I think. Uh, no, again, I did
8: it last I'm not, last week, too. I'm not positive, but I think You said Joe House more than once today.
3: I
0: did? I think you did. You said it in the Slack channel, for sure. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, You
3: said it it in the Slack channel before the show, and no one mentioned anything.
8: That's probably a reference I don't understand. I don't think you said it on the show. But anyway, it's not a big deal. My friends call me Joe. Uh, we'll get to your phone Mego Mango calls. says she gets plenty of sleep. 617-779-7937. So. Seven seven nine, seven
3: seven. We'll sleep get to your feedback overrated. coming up. I want to hear more from uh, Jason Tatum, though. Or I'm sorry, I want to hear from uh, Al Horford on Jason Tatum. Are you concerned about Tatum at all, Al Horford? Let's hear it's it. It's
2: a long season. And
5: uh, Jason's been playing, as we all know, at an MVP level um, for most of the season. And, I mean...
2: If you can go all 82 playing like that, like, I'm, that, that's just tough, you know, um, there's going to be ups and downs and, um, and he's the last guy that I'm worried about, um, you know, I know what he's about and my biggest thing with him is, you know, make, making sure that he feels right and that he's good to go,
5: you know, in April uh, once the playoffs start, so um, I'm not worried about it. Through the season, you're going to have, you know, an off game here and there. And
2: that's just a part of it.
3: Okay, it's not an off game here or there anymore. It's now three straight games. And Arkan, you made the point earlier, he's, he's struggled a bunch in February.
5: Yeah, this month hasn't been great. If you go back, it's just about every other game this month, even before the All-Star break where he's had a tough shooting night. And it's a lot of games that they've won, so you maybe don't notice them. And even these other games since the break, I mean, this is the first loss they've had. They were on a win streak. So they've won in spite of his bad nights in the past. But they are becoming more frequent, it seems like.
4: I feel like three games is a trend I think it is something to be concerned about and to look at. And it's like like, something like last night. So the crux of last night is they were living and dying behind the arc and the shots weren't falling. There weren't enough adjustments into the paint. Uh, to be able to get to the free throw line. Like we hear Joe Missoula after the game talking about the disparity between uh, the, you know, what the Knicks got to the free throw line the number of times they did versus the Celtics. And to me, that's not necessarily about you not getting the calls that the Knicks are getting. It's about the way that your offense is running, which is just charging down the court and throwing a brick after brick from behind the arc. And so when we talk about mental toughness, it's not to me just about Tatum uh, you know, ignoring that he's not getting the call that he wants or moving on, just dropping it and getting back. It's about also being able to add more variety to the game, even without Jalen Brown there. And he has done that. Yep. He has done that overall in the last two years, much more so. Like it was a huge growing point for him compared to earlier in his career. But it's still, to me, the last three games. Aside from the game where he wrestled for the ball, which you love, I did
3: like that. Yes. hasn't been enough. Yeah, that was something I liked from him last night. Is not something I liked. Uh, the Celtics and their mental toughness. Will it be their undoing? Will it drag them down? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's still my fear with the Celtics that Tatum can't get past it. Missoula's crying on his behalf. Marcus Smart melted down in the finals last year with a lack of calls. The whole Celtics team melted down because the Warriors took it to them and you know mentally were the tougher team. Is Milwaukee? That sort of team. Stephen A., and this was prior to last night, Stephen A., on first take, I think yesterday, going into these games, said he's still taking the Celtics over the Bucs. Top three in the
6: East have clearly separated themselves. Who's the best team? Well, to me, it's the Boston Celtics. Now, obviously, Milwaukee looks incredibly formidable, and when you're winning games without... Giannis Antetokounmpo, that says a lot about you. You look at their depth, you look at their athleticism, their defensive tenacity cannot be questioned. They clearly have targeted the Boston Celtics because that's the Boston Celtics signature. As great as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, the reality of the situation is they have depth, they have athleticism, they defend. Those are the three ingredients. You look at Derek White, you look at the Malcolm Brogdon, who was a big-time pickup, of course, defensive player of the year and Marcus Martin, what he brings to the table, nice. plus the masked man himself, the lone ranger, Jalen Brown, Brown out there <laughs> balling. and of of course, Jason Tatum doing what he does. And Joe Mazzula has is, is done an exceptional, exceptional job, and we can't deny that. So all of those things taken into consideration, I still believe that Boston has their number because when it all is said and done, Milwaukee doesn't have an answer for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown.
3: So I didn't pick up on something he said in there, and we can get more specifically into Milwaukee and Boston, but Mego, to your point, the Celtics didn't have Jalen Brown last night. The Bucks don't have Giannis in their winning games right now. So I don't, I don't want to hear... The Jalen Brown excuse when it comes to the Celtics for last night. I mean, if it's a chunk of time, fine. But for last night, it's the Knicks. You should beat them, whether you have Jalen Brown or not. The Celtics wake up today percentage points behind Milwaukee. Bucks are 43 and 17. Celtics are 44 and 18. Who's the best team in the East? You agree with Stephen A? He says Celtics.
4: Um, I'm still giving a slight edge, a slight edge to the Celtics because I do like their depth better than what the Bucs have going on. I haven't watched the Bucks since the All-Star break, to be clear. But I do feel like the Celtics, the fact that they have Malcolm Brogdon, probably Derek White coming off the bench, like they are just very deep in that way that I think – People don't love that sometimes because the rotations shorten up as you get deeper into the playoffs. But just being able to have Malcolm Brogdon as a sixth guy, I think it speaks so much about your team. Arkan?
5: I'm going to go with the Bucks here because I feel like in getting wrapped up in how great the Celtics have been, we've kind of ignored them. And they've done everything they've done this year with their second-best player, only playing a quarter of the season. If Jalen Brown played a quarter of the season, I feel like the Bucks would be up by like seven or eight games. So I'm going to go with Milwaukee here.
3: So I'm just looking at it. Giannis hasn't played the two games since the All-Star break, and Middleton, to your point, has come off the bench in both those games. They beat Phoenix and Miami. So, like, the Celtics, meanwhile, are losing to the Knicks. Arkan, I, I said something that I thought you tweeted earlier today. Maybe I got it confused with this tweet. You tweeted out the Knicks are one of only five teams that have beaten the Celtics twice this year, right? Yes. And, and Miami is one. Orlando <laughs> yeah. is one.
8: Orlando's beaten him
5: three times.
3: <laughs> if you got to see Orlando in the Eastern Conference Finals, <laughs> I am taking the Magic might, in might, a sweep. Might get him in the first round. Uh, Cleveland, who we're going to see tomorrow night, and who was the other one? And uh, the Heat. Chicago, Chicago. Yeah,
5: I the thought Bulls, I said Miami already. You, should, uh, you didn't say yeah, the Bulls are the other one. Either
3: there. way, so the Knicks are, are are the Knicks like you could get them? You could get them in the second round, right? If it's if it's Philly and New York, could Philly sneak past? Is New York a matchup problem?
4: Uh, New York is physical. Sure, they are. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't, like I said it. at okay. the beginning well, just, of the show, I, I, I don't was, think. New it hadn't York occurred to me until now.
3: Are, are they? Okay, yes. The Knicks you are yes. not
4: a crappy team. Like, you should be able to wipe the floor with them Josh without Jalen Brown. Josh but Hart they are was a good n- addition. They are not bad. It Josh was, Hart a was a good addition, but him. I
5: feel like on the broadcast last night, they were talking about him like he's Manu Ginobili. Like okay, well, he's here's what he does. Okay, but here's
3: what he does. Here's what he does very clearly Josh Hart grabs the rebound, puts it on the deck, dribbles up, And passes in transition like the Celtics. You saw it in the Pacers game. The Celtics have problems. And I think Missoula said as much after the game. The Celtics have problems with teams that play with pace. Josh Hart was pushing the pace last night. That was a good addition for them. I take the Celtics over the Knicks in five. Probably. I don't think the Knicks are a matchup problem. They've probably just gotten the Celtics at good times. I do still take the Celtics over the Bucs. They better beat the Bucs this year. You can't have the regular season you had, following up on a finals appearance last year, and come up short with Milwaukee. Don't tell me you're doing that. I also think the Bucks are super
8: top-heavy right now, like Giannis, okay, all-star, Drew Holiday, good player. Grayson Allen, I think has started 54 games for yeah. them this season. Well, again, Middleton's I, been out, but yes. I understand Chris Middleton's been out, but like your your answer is Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. He caught an alley-oop. S- Thanks. <laughs> Get out of here with your yeah, Grayson Allen stuff. Look, on they're Aiton. super
3: top-heavy. I think they're a fragile look, team. The Bucks are good, and they've won a championship. You, yeah, have They've it. won 14 games in a row, by the way. The Bucs are good. The Celtics should be better. Uh, Maria is in Watertown. Go ahead, Maria.
8: Hey, just on the issue of the uh, foul calls with uh, Jason Tatum, I just wanted to make an analogy with another of uh, our favorite person in the city and that's brad marshand and okay. you know some some of that is in fact self-inflicted when you do things or when you behave in a certain manner you develop a reputation at 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 some point i my opinion is i do believe that it becomes somewhat personal between players an official.
3: Yeah, Tatum's Tatum's reputation with the officials is working against him, like Brad Marchand. I completely agree with that. And you could say maybe Tatum's reputation isn't as deserved as Marchand, who's like the most suspended player in the NHL today, one of the most suspended and reprimanded in history. But Tatum never shuts up with the officials. So no, at some point, he is going to have a reputation and is going to follow him around. I agree. 617-779-7937. We'll continue with your feedback and
8: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an 8-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm 5? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. So, I
7: know
4: we're not really in Oscars season yet, And I don't think I've even seen more than like two Oscar movies this year. I saw the Top Gun movie.
3: How many are finalists now? Don't they have like 10 that are finalists? There's so many that are finalists now, aren't there?
4: But that's a good thing, right?
3: I don't know. It kind of cheapens being an Oscar finalist, doesn't it?
4: I don't think I... Oh, I saw The Banshees of Inassurance. That one's good. Was it? Yeah, I recommend it. You would like it. It's very dark humor. Oh, It's funny. It's funny, but it's also really dark. Okay.
3: I know my guys DJ and Pete are big on that movie. It's a, I, uh, it's I a know very that. good
4: movie. Uh, it's very good.
3: I've uh, I've not seen it, but I haven't seen anything this Oscar season. Okay, so you've seen that one. What else?
4: Okay. Well, so this gets to explaining now. Okay. Because, like, we talk about being in these droughts in Boston, and we're kind of in a championship drought right now. Sure. For Boston sports. Definitely. Definitely for the Patriots. Probably going to last longer. Uh, <laughs> waiting to see what happens with the Celtics and Bruins. But I feel like we're in another kind of drought, too. Just oh. thinking about this today. I think Boston has really lost its uh, its place as the movie town. And I'm not saying like the town where people film movies all the time, but there was a solid stretch where it felt like almost every year or every two years, there was a great movie that was set in Boston.
3: A Boston movie, I That was very
4: Boston-centric. Got it. Like, look at this! uh, It was just straight bangers, starting in 1997. Let me hear it. You Goodwill Hunting, great film. Mystic River, good film. Sean Penn. I mean, uh, my
3: daughter.
4: (laughs) Uh, The Departed,
3: overrated but good film.
4: Shutter Island.
3: I don't think I ever saw Shutter Island. I know that counts Boston.
4: I think so. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be um, like a prison island off of. Boston, the yes. coast of.
3: Long, he's right. Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan, right? No. Video? I thought I thought this is
4: Scorsese. Oh,
3: is that what it was? Shutter Island, Island was Scorsese. Whatever. Shut your mouth. Uh, whatever. I don't know anything about movies. Go ahead.
4: Uh, Gone Baby Gone.
3: Gone Baby Gone. Good movie. Mm-hmm. The Town. Town, great movie.
4: Social Network.
3: I don't think I ever saw the full. I've seen it like on weekends. The Social Network will be like re airing. I've like seen parts of it. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And then whole I think movie. the last really, soundtrack too.
4: The last really good one, The Fighter. Which I, is technically a Lowell movie. Never saw The Fighter. still Boston area, close enough. Yep. And since then, I mean, you had Spotlight in 2015. But I, I judge that more as a journalism movie. It's nah. not really, I mean, I know it's about... It's a, a Boston movie. It's a huge Haven't thing that happened in Boston. But I, I feel like it's more about the paper than the sure. city.
5: I, I would like to add, none of these movies make boston look good <laughs> they all make boston look really really awful all of them yeah just about okay i mean I think the social all...
4: network makes it look good you social could, network you i guess found maybe. your own company
5: uh in boston between spotlight spotlight definitely not spotlight, spotlight definitely gone baby gone yeah. uh the ta- i mean like these the are Departed, great movies it's all just a bunch of thugs killing each other <laughs> okay Will well are...
4: hunting makes boston look nice what are yeah, the other what are the no, other
5: bad ones not really
4: well, no, I'm saying, I'm not saying Spotlight's a bad one. I'm just saying oh, now one, one's it. more recent. It's still eight years ago. It was yep. 2015. Yep. Eight years ago. That's almost a decade. I mean, well, in Joe's the- math, that's basically a decade <laughs> that, is, that, is. that you've gone. <laughs> you, ra-
3: you round up. You say that's basically now, there's a decade one that's true. More.
4: The next year in 2016, you had Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Which was a great movie. Yep. Um, did that you was see a, that? that was a I did not
3: movie. see that. Okay. No. It is Casey deeply Affleck. depressing, yeah. but yeah. also
4: sneaky funny. Okay. And. But Manchester by the Sea, that's so far north. What about you're practically the, New Hampshire there. What
3: about the Wahlberg uh, Marathon movie?
4: Okay.
3: I'm just saying. Patriots it's a, That's a Boston movie. That's another one you're missing. I'm talking about
4: it. good ones.
3: Well, I, I, did, I thought you just said they weren't making them anymore. No, that's they're not they making made.
4: good ones. I'm was, saying it was straight bangers from 1997 on. I never, I never on, saw the And full we thing. need to get back to that.
3: Well, I don't get this separate category you've created with movies that I thought you were dumping on, but apparently you like, no, but aren't Boston are enough for you. No, these are all good movies. Now our list for no, straight bangers. Da, Spotlight da, and da, Manchester da, da. by the
4: Sea are both really good movies, but I don't think that they really qualify as Boston movies the way that those other movies do. Got it, got that it. That are it, like got it, got very Boston centric. Do you
3: have a favorite Boston movie?
4: Um, I'm come on. I don't think you can be Goodwill Hunting.
3: I like Goodwill Hunting. A I lot like as The well.
4: Departed, but the um, I would take Sarah th- accent is such a throw off. I would take the rough. town
3: over The Departed. Town's better than The
4: town's Departed. Town's better, I'm but biased. I find The Departed more fun.
3: Yeah, I I like the town. Ta- town's more fun. I like the town okay, over. The Departed. I like
4: Leo, and I like Matt Damon. Yeah, I can see so You so guys are both
3: wrong.
5: The correct answer is Celtic Pride, starring Dan Aykroyd, well,
3: Damon Wayans, and Chris Elliott. Have you ever seen the Heat? Have you ever seen the Heat? Mm-mm. Boston movie. Heat or The Heat? The Heat. It's uh, Oh, Megan McCarthy? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was just about to butcher that. Megan McCarthy. And Sandra Bullock? And Sandra Bullock, yeah. correct. The Heat. Underrated Boston movie. Not telling you it's great.
4: It's boston Century. Wouldn't have known
3: it was even a Boston movie. Comedy, <laughs> yeah. say Comedy funny, all set in Boston. Complete, not boston Century, But is it, complete, okay. Completely takes are place there in Boston. Are there plot
4: points that are like yes. set around being in Boston? Yes. 100%. Like what? Like they go to a Red Sox game They go game to the Packy.
3: No, her, family's, her family is rolled into it. They're all from Boston. They're chasing perps all around Boston. They're, it, good, funny movie. Underrated Boston movie. The Heat. Mark it down if you haven't seen it. How about so, Ted?
5: Is Ted a good Boston movie? You I only saw the
3: movie? first one. I didn't love the first yeah. one. And I never saw the second one. I think it
4: was. I mean, it was fine.
3: But that's definitely a Boston I don't, movie.
4: I think I saw it once.
3: Definitely a Boston movie, though. I like so,
4: it. So, this is what, it, this brings me to this. I feel like there's a lot out there that we can tap into to make an oscar-worthy boston movie again. i see where
3: we're going Got okay
4: it. first of all i mean th- these have kind of a common theme in a lot of them i wrote down some ideas and i'm giving these out there like, for free it's like a pitch meeting this is free well, tell this me what like a, you think about these good, ideas good good, these good, are good movie ideas okay good okay movie about the boston strangler
3: it hasn't that hasn't been done?
4: hasn't been done huh to my knowledge okay I, it's, I think we could make an Oscar movie out of that.
3: Yeah, Boston Strangler.
5: That's a good positive uh, one. Yeah. The
4: Stuart Gardner heist. There's a
5: Boston Strangler movie out on Hulu uh, on March 17th. <sighs> Sorry. It's called Boston Strangler.
4: Okay, I, I don't think that's going sw- to be prestige it, yeah. if Hulu is putting it out. I don't know. Let's get a major studio behind it.
3: Uh, well, I watched. I watched the. Uh, is was it called? This is a heist. I watched that on Netflix, yeah, which was this the Stuart is the Gardner. Issue.
4: Too many things are made into documentaries instead of fine films.
5: Kieran Knightley's in it. Oh, in the Boston Strangler. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know who plays the
3: Strangler, but mm.
4: does she get strangled?
3: Uh, I'm imagining probably- that brings
4: in a whole other crowd. I'm
3: imagining it doesn't end well. But okay. I'll, I'll watch to find out. Okay, the heist, the 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 Stuart Gardner heist, that would be a good movie. That'd I agree, that would be movie. a good movie. The documentary really fizzled out. The yeah, docu series really, it was like a great like two episodes, yeah. and then it then it died.
4: And then uh, how about this? This is this is for the olds in the audience. Seventy eight Blizzard, make a fun movie out of that. It
3: was. Mm-hmm. It would be like uh, a what? what's. What's, why
4: are you yelling back? Because why are you I,
8: every time it, it rains a little bit, I got to hear about the blizzard of seventy eight. What's
3: the global warming movie where it's like set oh, in the future? Day, day, day after, after tomorrow, day after tomorrow. I mean, it would be like a day after tomorrow type thing, but Ooh, it's 78 a disaster blizzard.
4: movie. But it's like a it's got a funny slant to it. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good one.
3: What about in the future? We just do day after tomorrow, but just with rising sea levels here in Boston set in the future. No, why not? This. F- so woke. Well, what it's more depressing woke than Jones. it's more depressing That's than woke
4: a, Jones th- wants a climate change.
3: Oh, movie. It's, too, His it's too depressing. I want more, I want more Boston stranglers what yeah, I want more. I want, strangler. More I want it's, it's a natural It's historic. It's a natural disaster. It's not historic. I'm not lecturing or uh, 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 woke, I'm not lecturing people okay, about here's it. Enough, There's enough, been so many movies like that. <laughs> natural disaster, but set in Boston? Here's no. a,
4: here's my last idea. Yeah. Okay. So this one has actually been made into a movie a couple times, but not <laughs> wait, wait, but not since nineteen seventy eight.
3: we can improve it, okay.
4: Okay. So I think we need a modern take on this. Okay. The Great Brinks Robbery. Do you know about this, Arcan?
3: That was, the the Brinks en- Robbery. Yeah. The yeah. In the
4: North End. Sure. On January 17th, 1950. And I think that this would be great because you could also make it as a period piece. Because gonna... you can do it now. You could go shoot in the North End and you'd have a bunch of the old cars around and everything. Yep. I think it's just sitting there.
3: I'm going to steal Arkan's Thunder. I think you pitched this a while ago, Arkan. What, what about the robbers? Uh, were they the Vineyard or Nantucket? Who were those guys? Make yeah. a movie out of those guys. Those
5: guys who somehow got away from uh, from the islands. Yeah. We, we still don't know how. They caught one of them, I Make think. Make a
3: movie out of that manhunt. Those bozos or did running they catch around. the rest of those I guys? I think they caught everybody. I don't quite remember all the details. Make a movie out of that. Yeah, that was cool. That'd be a good movie. Jet skis, you know, Look, getting away in the jet so, skis.
4: There's so, this is just a couple of ideas well, that I spent com- a few minutes on. Well,
3: apparently they've already made a movie about multiple movies about the Brinks robbery. Well older. and they're and they're making a Boston Strangler one. Yes. But okay, other than that and there was a documentary about the Stuart Gardner heist. We could just Which take we the agree Oscar nominations got not not great. That could use a movie. That could use a movie. Uh that could use a movie for like, sure. Like I'm thinking, Ooh,
4: how about this? Do you remember when that turkey went crazy on Martha's Vineyard?
3: I do. That how about, could be a movie. How about this? Cocaine Turkey. Cocaine Turkey. Yeah. How about this? I know why she wanted to do the Blizzard of '78 because she could lecture everybody about sky tunnels and how we need sky tunnels. That'd be good. People could just scream in the middle of it. That's another period piece. I wish we had sky tunnels. (laughs) We could get around no, in this that's blizzard. In your, that's in
4: your climate change Sky one. tunnel
3: coming in July. <laughs> um, we could do a movie about just dogs running off leash all over Boston. No, mm-hmm.
4: I saw three this morning. Raising a muck In the storm. I saw, I saw three, three this morning.
3: How
5: about a uh, M. Night Shyamalan type movie about how cars are driving into buildings all the time? <laughs> oh that's something there was that's another happening. one this weekend. In I Massachusetts, it's, it's happening every day. Every yep. day, I have a Google alert set up for cars <laughs> crashing into buildings in Massachusetts. Because I'm like, this is happening a lot. And I get I'd pinged on it like every 10 minutes. Yeah. I swear to. Is that, and it's you remember that movie where uh, the plants told people to do beds that that Shyamalan movie. What was it called? Oh,
8: John Leguizamo was in that movie. Oh, The yeah, Happening. Like, the, the Happening. happening right. Yeah. It's uh, like The, the happening, happening, but it's
5: like controlling the cars and the cars are crashing.
8: I was at little shop
5: of
3: horror. Got it. That's what I thought he was talking about too. I thought he was talking about that as well. Uh, okay, your movie suggestions for Boston.
4: We need one. Well, you had a we're co- in a drought. You had some
3: good ones. Oh, we need a Boston movie. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I'm pitching Avatar, movie. The Way of Water. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar, the way just a bunch How about of
4: about this molasses flood period. Drama. What's up with all, nice all these blue test. guys?
3: Kid, just a bunch of Boston avatars. That's not a, that's not <laughs> a bad one. Just complaining about you know the traffic and stuff. Uh, 617-779-7937 You can text in your suggestions. Three seven ninety three seven. Big dig, big dig, yeah. It's a the corrupt- dig
1: with a G. The
3: corruption around the big dig, yeah. I'd watch either one. Either one I'd watch. <laughs> nice. uh, all right, let's get back to all your Patriots phone calls uh, at the top of the hour. Mac Jones doesn't want to be coached too hard, but also you can't coach him hard enough. We'll get to that next.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.